0: You're listening to the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. We just finished Bay Coon ride, and uh, so TJ is on special assignment. That means I'm here all alone by myself. Well, but wait, I, I'm not actually alone. I have uh, Kathy Murphy with us this week.
1: Hi, Murph. AKA Murph in the house. How's it going? It's good, it's good. I'm still recovering from the bakoon ride.
0: Did you uh, feel a little dehydrated after the week? Yeah, I was uh, fried inside and out, I think. It, so if you weren't in Iowa last weekend, it was hot. Um, we had heat warnings out there, 100 and some degrees with 105 degrees heat index. I saw 105 on my bike computer you know, when we were sitting on the pavement. The worst part was some of those... Asphalt sections had been recoated and were dark black. And it was <laughs> right. just like, I think I, well, Jen, Jennifer, my wife said it best. I feel like a shrimp scampi.
1: <laughs> I wish I would have had an egg with me just to see if it actually just would have fried. to see if it
0: would have actually boiled cause, or, or fried because yeah. I think we could have done it. Yeah. So. Um, How was your experience? Did you have a good time?
1: I had a blast. I had a few um, of my crew from Cedar Rapids came to do the ride. Mm -hmm. Shout out to those guys, especially Erin Weber. She helped us uh, (laughs) at the expo the night before. Um, which uh, I was going to say, say something about the expo. I'm not sure what it's called, but like the pre-party uh-huh. is run by the city of Waukee. So is it, that true?
0: Well, actually, it used to be the city of Waukee. So okay. close. Um, they've turned it over to a group called Waukee Festivals, which is oh, their nice. nonprofit that puts on festivals. You know, it was kind of the city came in and said, we're happy to help this out. We think it's a great deal, but it's really not a city function. Mm-hmm. You know, because we got to go ask sponsors for money and, and that sort of thing. So uh, Jerry, uh, who you probably met a couple times, they're with Waukee Festivals, and they put on a great event.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not only was it um, a place to come pick up your packet and a place to camp, but they had a band. Uh, they had some vendors. We were a vendor there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they had some food and some beverages. So it was lots, a nice time.
0: Lots of beverages. <laughs> they said they they did well for the beverage garden. Good. That's good. So... And they're one of the organizations we support with this ride. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great to have them on board. Yeah. Um, so it was hot, sweaty time to get our tent set up. And it was a little bit windy, which was nice. Yes. Uh, kept us uh, kept us cool for, for that part of the event. Um, Waukee is generous and they open up camping in their park. Um, and we put RVs in the park parking lots, and it works out pretty darn good.
1: And all of that's included in your registration.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a great opportunity for us to to get out there with people. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of registration, uh, this is this is one thing that we battle, and I I mentioned this last week on the Just Go Bike podcast. You know, we do have a lot of unregistered riders come up, and and this year it seems at least from my vantage, somewhat particularly egregious where, you know, even though you weren't registered, you were still willing to help yourself to the food and mm. the kaibos. Yeah. You know, there's some things that you can't avoid that we put on the ride, like the Boy Scouts at every intersection and the state patrol and all those things. So I put together some numbers and we do this every year so people understand what their registration mm-hmm. goes towards.
1: And I think it's very interesting.
0: Yeah. Um so the average registration cost is fifty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. We we charge up to a hundred dollars the day before the ride, but you know normally if you register early, it's fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and most people do. So average is fifty-eight dollars. Um, we spend fifty-seven point nine five dollars on operations and donations, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of interesting. If you register at the fifty-dollar level, we're still spending seven dollars more oh, yeah. than what you registered yeah. for. Um, of that, $17.70 goes towards food and the operations of the food. Um, uh, operations of the ride. So, this is like Kaibos and insurance and uh, having the state patrol there. And signage. All those signage. Mm-hmm. And um, that's $27 of your registration. I mean, I, w- I was figuring this up. We spent $18,000 on public safety. Wow. I mean, it's it's just uh, the scale of the ride. It just makes it really kind of interesting and enormous. And then uh, we had $12.53 that went to charities. From each registrant. From each resident. Nice. Registrant. So it's nice. about 22% of your registration mm-hmm. um, that goes towards charities. That includes the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Thank and the you, 52, everyone. Um, and uh, that also includes uh, Boy Scout Troop 182, Girl Scout Troop 42. The Dream Team. The Dream Team. Mm -hmm. um, Waukee Festivals, Waukee Parks and Rec, uh, Dallas County EMS, Guthrie County EMS, uh, some of the Police Sheriff's Benevolent Associations. There's a whole list of of charities that benefit from this event. And so it's it's pretty cool that we can give back to the communities.
1: And it's a huge event. I mean, we had what, 2,700 participants?
0: 2,700 participants registered. Yeah.
1: That's amazing to do a one day event.
0: Yeah, yeah. And 71 miles. I mean, this isn't a short easy ride by any means. It's yeah, it's trail, it's flat, it's it's fun, but uh yeah it's it's still a long distance. Mm-hmm.
1: I did notice on um our feedback survey that quite a few people suggested that we have less heat and less wind <laughs> in the future, so I'm not really sure how we can accommodate, but we'll try
0: well, there is a trade off <laughs> I mean we could have thunderstorms instead, so you'd pick your poison,
1: yeah, but I would agree less heat and less wind would be fine with me
0: so since I'm a wonky numbers geek, I'll also throw out the economic impact because, yeah, this is mind blowing yeah um. There's no doubt that we're doing this as a fundraiser for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And, you know, we see $25,000 or so from this event, which helps pay for our lobbyists and helps pay for some of the work that we do um, in our operations. Um, but there's also people that spend money out of pocket. That's on on beverages and hotels and gas and and those sorts of things. Our estimate, and and we're not scientific about this. We asked some questions in the survey, and we kind of extrapolate what that looks like. Uh, this year was five hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars was spent that day, more than a half a million dollars, um, and that's up eighty nine thousand dollars from last year. Wow! You know, and and uh, a lot of that was on hotel hotels, mm-hmm. um, or a lot of the increase. Mm-hmm. Um, Of course, most of it's on beverage. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Our estimate that it also generated $35,000 in sales tax revenue for the state. Oh, nice. You know, in a day. that's Mm -hmm. not too bad. Um, And another $6,800 in uh, hotel motel tax. Oh. Yeah. So plenty of economic development, I Mm -hmm. think we can call that. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I would say I gave um, all kinds of money to PJ's drive-in. It was Ah, definitely my favorite stop. So I'm sure some listeners may make fun of this secretly, you know, while they're listening, Uh but I'm a vegetarian. Uh So here I am on the bacon ride, and yet I'm still able to have a blast. Um, Most of the bacon foods that are along the route like the bacon covered donut you can sprinkle off that bacon and still eat it if you want or the bacon corn dog Uh, i ate the cornbread and somebody else ate my dog so (laughs) it was great but uh when we got to pj's drive and it's one of my favorite places along the route and to have a malt and a grilled cheese it was worth the wait and shout out to all those employees there i mean you you know they were working their tail off all day
0: you know Joe Weiss. He's he's the owner of that establishment, and it's great to have him there. Um, he is definitely a highlight of of the trip around the the trail. Uh, he works really hard. Um, he uh, he sent us a text afterwards, and he says it must have been hot. I gave um, Mark and TJ uh, malts, but they didn't want a beer, <laughs> and uh, so Joe sprung for a couple malts for us. But yeah, there was no beer at that point. We were we were pretty cooked.
1: And I watched uh while we were eating our malts countless number of people who went up to the soda machine to get ice and most of them were yeah. asking, you know yeah. like "Hey, is it okay?" and you know at that point, I think the staff was like, "You guys do what you need to Just do to stay survive. stay yeah stay in a
0: yeah shape." Yeah, I think it's a it's a good day for him. Um, so there is a big battle going on in the survey, and I think this is interesting. Normally, Panora is our number one town. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 86% of people rated that as, as excellent. And so they got the most excellent ratings in the previous years. This year, a little different, Perry. Perry. Perry jumped up a couple percentage points. They did it good. They, uh, they had water stops out. They had uh, bike parking out. I think bike parking makes a big difference mm-hmm. uh, for drawing people in. Hotel Pattee was open. We got to go in and cool off in the bar there and have a drink. Um, they had a couple weddings that day, so they were a busy, busy oh, group too. Sure. Um, Berkwood Farms and Hotel Pattee was doing some uh, bacon stuff out front. I think they had the bacon cookie. I don't recall. Yeah, something like that. I think they had a bacon cookie there. Um, so uh, plenty going on. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think that was fantastic. And, you know, Perry's not that far away. I know a lot of people regularly bike there because it is, you know, let's see, six to Dallas Center, six to Minburn. Uh, so 19 miles from Waukee to Perry. So it's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a fun ride, mm-hmm. you know, to get 40 miles in and just ride up the trail and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Perry's used to the bike traffic. I think they see it quite a bit. But this was an opportunity to kind of do it big.
1: All right. Hopefully Panera- Panora is listening so they can jump back up to the top. <laughs>
0: yeah, and they're just a percentage point away. So, you know, those top towns are really, really, really close. Um, I had a, I had a fantastic ride in the morning. I think that was great. Um, uh, one of the new features I saw was in Minburn. Um, uh, Rasmussen's bike shop normally covers that, but they had an Eric's van out. Oh yeah. I did see that. So that was new, a new, uh, new, uh, picture along the, along the ride. They brought bike parking too, which I think made a big difference as far as, as getting people to the depot at 1914. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm kind of jumping all around here on this. Dallas center was a good time. Um, we stopped there for a little bit, had the donuts and then, and then kind of moved through. They have a new rest station right along the trailhead. Yes. With the fancy water filler. That was great. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, and then from Panora, we headed towards Dawson and Jamaica. Dawson had the Freezy Pops. Did you get on Oh the- yes,
1: I did get the Kool-Aid Freezy Pops. Yes. Yes. Lifesaver
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a dollar that was so smart, and yeah everybody's just just enjoying the heck yeah, out. I don't I, know, I don't know anybody that didn't get one.
1: I passed up a beer just for that, did you because it just sounded more refreshing at right, that time
0: right, um so Dawson did a great job. I know the city was involved in in doing their thing, so they were they were great uh Dawson also had a depot that's that's restored there, um that's got bathrooms and water inside, which was really kind of nice to have that. Uh, and then we're off to Jamaica Mon. Jamaica Mon. Jamaica had the shelter house going. They had the corn dog stand going. Um, TJ or uh, 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 Tojo's is the name of the bar downtown. And then just one more is the new place along the trail.
1: I don't think I saw that.
0: So it's the one you, you just came into town that had the great big gravel parking lot. Bike World was set up there. Um, so they used to be kind of another bar off the trail further back, uh, but they're really trying to play up to that trail traffic, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. So that's where we had the, the corn dog and then it's Herndon. There is nothing in Herndon. Uh, that's the, the parking lot where you have to make the left turn. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, then onto the rougher section of the trail. How'd you do on that part?
1: I did okay. But, uh, by the time we got to Yale, We were all, like, cooking from the inside. We got to Yale, and everybody, uh, we all had our bags, and we were baggers. Mm -hmm. And so we all had chairs packed in our bags. So everyone got their chair out. And Scott, Mr. Olson Twin, went and bought, like, a dozen waters from one of the outside vendors. And we just sat in our chairs, and everyone just stared into space. Like, we didn't even talk. (laughs) Nice.
0: So we definitely needed to
1: recharge. Okay.
0: So Yale... Uh, another park and water stop there. There really isn't a lot going on in Yale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linden's the next stop. That was the Iowa Beer Bus. Wait, no, 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 no. I was, I'm was i out of order. So we got Herndon, Yale, and then Panora, and mm-hmm. that's where PJ's was set up. So we talked about that. They had a big tent set up. Mm-hmm. Then, things were great there. Then Linden and the Iowa Beer Bus.
1: And the Iowa Beer Bus. Yeah, that was a great time. He had a huge fan And somehow he had hooked up a hose to it. Mm -hmm. So it was like a mister.
0: Nice. I stood
1: in front of that for a while.
0: (laughs) Um, Everything from Panora South became kind of tree covered too. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. a little bit cooler. That probably saved my life at that point. Mm -hmm. Once we started heading in in the tree lined area, it got the wind back Mm -hmm. and things were pretty good. Um, Redfield, we were really, we were probably about 45 minutes behind closing time and by the time we hit Redfield. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that had died down over at Harvey's where they were doing samples. Now, if you do get a chance, ride to Redfield, uh, back behind Harvey's, they got this nice, uh, grapevine covered deck. Um, that is just beautiful. Their patio out back is, is wonderful. So really encourage you to, to take a trip over there at a different time. Um, Adele. You got to pronounce it Adele. It's not Adel. Yes, Adele. Adele, um, the Brickyard. Did you get a stop there? Yeah, we Which, had a good time there. What'd you think?
1: We had a great time. They had yeah. a live band playing. Um, they have great outdoor seating as well as indoor. Um, we no complaints there.
0: Cool. We so there was a, a lot of people complained that they missed the Brickyard in Adele. Oh, um, because we used to have things downtown at the Rendezvous. Mm-hmm. They since closed. Uh, so we moved everything over to the Brickyard, and they actually had some signage that they were going to put out to direct riders off the trail for the bacon passport stop, and they were afraid that they were going to get in trouble with the trail officials.
1: Oh, too bad.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, next year we'll we'll punch that up. Sure, That's easy.
1: Sure, and they had uh, bacon sliders
0: yeah.
1: that everyone was raving about, or pork
0: Pork burgers, I think. Thank Cued, you, pork burgers. Hued uh, Smokehouse did that once. So I had a bun. A you had a bun, <laughs> bun and some sauce. A bun and some sauce, which yeah. was also delicious. <laughs> yeah, hey. you know, as long as it makes you happy.
1: You know, one thing about the whole um, trail situation. When I remember doing my face first bakoon ride versus this year's, mm-hmm. um, all the gravel roads have pavement when yeah. you cross the street. Now, is that partly in due? Do- uh, how was that? How did that come to be?
0: So, uh, that's been something that's been a goal for the Raccoon River Valley Trail uh, uh, Group. Um, Dallas County, Guthrie County, and Greene County Conservation Boards have wanted to pave those. Um, when they did the North Loop, they paved through those intersections and of course people with the gravel ones said hey we got to pave the rest of these so they have been working over the past five years to get those sections paved some of that's through some government grant money we have done some fundraising for that uh not all of it and probably a probably a smaller tiny fraction than what it really cost. um but uh Yeah, that's been a project that's been going on. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: And then a lot of the scouts had brooms, and they were getting the gravel off of it. So shout out to those guys, too.
0: We had, uh, and and anybody that didn't do the ride probably doesn't know this, but we have Boy Scouts stationed at almost every intersection, at least the ones that we don't have state patrol at, so Mm -hmm. not the non-state highway ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a scout and an adult at each intersection, a lot were selling water and Gatorade, mm-hmm. some more successful than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they did a fantastic job. Um, we, we actually pay them. We, we pay $250 per intersection hmm. that goes to the scout troop. Half of it goes to the scout themselves into their scout account mm-hmm. uh, so they can pay for their summer camp or go to National Jamboree. And then half goes to the troop itself so they can buy new tents and equipment and, and programming for those guys. So great opportunity for uh, support of the scouts they get. Just a little over eleven thousand dollars for that event. That's great. You know, for a, for a scout troop that that makes their year. That's mm-hmm. their big fundraiser. No more selling popcorn for those guys. <laughs> but they were sunburned, sweaty. Yeah. We saw, uh, we saw one intersection that stayed out till eight p.m. Oh my! You know, and just went over the top. I, I can't say enough about. Uh, uh, that troop in Ankeny that, uh, that helped us out.
1: They were so friendly too. It was yeah. great. Yeah. 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 So then we end, the, we end the ride at the post
0: party. In Waukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to go a little bit further. It's on the way to Centennial Park. Um, but uh, they had a uh, bacon rice crispy treat there. Oh. I missed it. I missed it too. Yeah. I, I We got in pretty late is why. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and not purpose. Well, purposely late. Um, we leave, last essentially. And so we can tell the, the scouts at each intersection, Hey, it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're the tail end. You can, you can close up shop. Mm -hmm. Um, so we miss some of the things that are going on, but that's okay. It still seemed like everything was rocking when we, when we hit it. Yeah.
1: And a quick shout out to Andy and Amy Walsh at the, at Mickey's that, that's a great, I love that restaurant slash bar. They had a band inside and, Um, We were able to get some seating outside and Mm -hmm. uh, my new favorite drink, they have Captain Morgan pineapple rum.
0: Oh, you uh, like the
1: pineapple, huh? uh, My friend Bill introduced me to that. Bill likes the pineapple. He introduced me to that and then I'm pretty sure that our group (laughs) possibly drank all of it. Oh,
0: nice. (laughs) Nice work, group. Yeah, it was great. Nice work. (laughs) Yeah. All right, and then we were off to Centennial Park. We stayed in the Pork Palace, which is provided by Pork belly ventures
1: yeah
0: uh pete and tammy uh run the rag charter it's the largest rag charter okay and if you haven't ever seen this it's it's they take up five acres of space on Ragbri. bright uh, most of it's tent camping but they have three semi trucks that have been converted into condos
1: mm-hmm. i call them apartments
0: apartments that's a nice way <laughs> to look at it so we stayed the the Bacon Ride organizer stayed in those apartments. Yep. And uh, it, what it's called, the Pork Palace. Yep. Um, so we can be on site uh, in Waukee and still have air conditioning and beds to sleep in and such. And
1: it's, they're so cute. There's yeah. plenty of room. I mean, you could actually probably take your bike in there. We did not, we no. didn't need to. But yeah. they're like uh, bunk beds, but it sleeps four. You have an air conditioner, you have a little fridge, you have a fan. Mm hmm. Um, they even have a little TV in there, which we didn't have time to no. watch any TV, but I can picture people on RAGBRAI really enjoying themselves.
0: You know, the 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 big key with RAGBRAI, I think, would be you wouldn't have to move your stuff every day. Oh, yeah. You yeah, you're right. wouldn't have to pack it back up because that's, you know, that's 15 minutes of your day yeah. is packing and unpacking. So I get that. I yeah. get that.
1: Yep. Overall, great, great ride. Yep. I can't wait for the next year's.
0: And, and and it's perpetual for us we start planning next year right now mm-hmm. you know we're we're working on the Iowa Bike Expo which happens in January yeah. right now in fact we had contracts like two months ago mm-hmm. um, so it's not unusual for us to be working on this stuff so far in advance and that's that's just the way things work when you do event planning you do got to do that mm-hmm. so what else is new with you
1: uh, well, I also want to do one quick shout out. If oh, yeah. anybody saw um, a rider with a parrot on her shoulder, oh, yeah. that was none other than Jessica Bikes' AP Parrot Talk. Uh, she had a parrot and literally every business we walked into, there would always be at least one person that would be like, oh my God, is that real? <laughs> I and mean, she had a parrot on her shoulder. And then it got to, towards the end of the day where I would go into a business and say, is it okay to have live birds in here? And then they would still second guess and like, is
0: that... Is that real? <laughs> that that couldn't be real. Could
1: but she it? played it off and wore it all day. You know, I never asked her if she had tan lines from the oh, yeah. the little legs of the parrot.
0: I did notice it switched sides at one point. Yes,
1: she because of the tan lines, she didn't want to. Oh, well, that have, makes sense. You know, parrot tan lines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Any other fun that you noticed that I missed?
1: I don't think so. I mean, beginning of the day, the end of the day, it was a great ride. Seventy-five miles. I mean, it's definitely a long day, Mm -hmm. but when you're on flat surface and you're stopping so often, it doesn't feel like it's as many miles as it actually is.
0: Cool. So your Cedar Rapids group, what do they got going on?
1: Oh, my Cedar Rapids group? Yeah. Yeah. It's Wednesday Night Bike Club. Shout out to WNBC. You
0: have a bike club?
1: Yeah. So I started it in 2003 with um, a crew, um, and we were basically, we would... Could do an out and back ride and then have back then it was 50 cent wings all you could eat <laughs> and so the guys would want to eat you know six bucks worth of wings right. and be full um to now i have about 500 members um 500. it's a, yeah it's a social ride of recreational riders and we launch each week from cedar rapids and go it depends on the year. We do bike all year round, so a lot mm-hmm. of people have fat bikes. But this time of year, we're doing a little bit more training for Ragbri. We'll go to Shuiville or Albarnet or Ely or even as far as Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. So we're um, spreading our money all around Lynn County and Johnson County. But um, yeah, it's a really fun group. We actually rode last night, um, and by ride. Uh, I just showed up to say hi to everyone, but there ended up being eight yeah. bicyclists, and we did have to wait out um, about a 45-minute torrential downpour, Rain but then delay. it was a beautiful night, so I'm, yeah. I was bummed that I didn't have my bike, but
0: oh. yeah. So, so Wednesday bike Club happens on Wednesday night. Yes. And you start at the same spot?
1: Uh, typically, yes.
0: Um, mostly kind of Facebook advertised? All Facebook advertised. All Facebook. So, yeah. if you want to... If you want to join them, you would have to get into the secret Facebook group. Yeah.
1: And it's actually Wednesday night bike club, but well, you that's have to get complicated. A, You have to get approved and you have to answer a survey on difficult questions like what do you like to do when you ride your bike?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so there is a little bit of a secret handshake to get in because you don't want it too huge. I mean, if it was 1000 right. people that showed if all 500 people showed up. Yes,
1: we do not have all 500 people show yeah. up.
0: Um, there's no dues. There's nothing nope. to that. It's just a social opportunity. Yeah. It's um, just a
1: chance for people who like to be social, recreational bike riders to meet up. You know, we'll, we have a couple cocktails. Some people have more, some people have less. Uh, we ride our bikes and just talk about everything.
0: How do you decide where to go?
1: I decide the route each week, and I usually base it on wind and weather and time of year.
0: So now if you're busy that week and you're not showing up, do you still decide the route and then just say, ha, ha,
1: ha, ha, ha? <laughs> I have to beg somebody on the club to be the leader. Okay. And I'm sure people who are listening right now that are part of WNBC are laughing because I'm a bit bossy. You know, when you've got 50 or 60 people And you're trying to leave one place to go to the next place. Sure. And if you say, all right, everybody, bike's on in five minutes. Well, to some people, that means another 20. To some people, that means another beer. And to some people, they already have their helmets on and ready to go. Right. So you have to get it going. And then when I'm not there, which is very rare, I'll ask somebody else to be the leader. And and nine times out of ten, they'll be like... I don't understand how you can get people to move because nobody will move.
0: And you don't have a cowbell to do it. We you, don't. Maybe I do. You need a cowbell. I do
1: have one. I just don't bring it. I'm not confident enough to ring that cowbell. Sure. Sure. It's pink.
0: It is a pink <laughs> cowbell. Yes. All right. So, so what? How would you describe the people? Because you said earlier that you ride with a group of baggers. Yeah. Is is that the predominant group that's out there, or is it just an element?
1: It's. We have a little bit of everything. We have yep. people who will do Wednesday Night Bike Club on their mountain bikes, mm-hmm. on their Huffies from Target. I would say a large percentage of them have uh, steel frame bikes and they carry bags, even though we all laugh. You know, if you ever actually opened up my bag and went, why do you have three jackets in the middle of July? <laughs> well, sometimes it's because I don't empty it out week to week. But
0: My wife has been fascinated <laughs> with baggers and what they carry. Yeah you said earlier you carry chairs
1: yeah we have chairs and we have i i carry my hammock you know in case you just have to You're wait done. out the rain somewhere You're and
0: done i'm going to take a little nap a little <laughs> siesta
1: <laughs> yeah some people have you know coolers with either water or beer or some sort of drink if we you know if we're going 20 miles and want to stop kind of like on reg sure. right you stop sure. under a shade tree for a bit so
0: fingerdale clippers do you carry fingernail Clippers?
1: I don't but i do know somebody that has them so
0: I think that's my sign that a bagger's got too much stuff. <laughs> if you got fingernail clippers, it's just wrong.
1: I have always have extra um hair ties though. Does that count?
0: Yeah, I always need one of those. I mean <laughs> you should always carry a spare on your wrist just in right. case you have a hair tie blowout. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I got very short hair. So uh, my friend Jared Moford, who does the uh, the sag vehicle on Bay Coon Ride, mm-hmm. he's got long hair. He's got a little man bun going, and and uh, he's always told he's me he's got that a spare. You got to carry a spare yep. just in case, because yep. what would happen? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Did we cover everything that everybody needs to know about? I Wednesday think night so. I Club? hope.
1: I- oh yes yes and as far as baycoon i hope people go out and look at our website com and uh check it out come back come next year and join us
0: so we've reached the end of this podcast um it's kind of nice we're both in one spot and both took care of this together we didn't need tj or parrot talk well we
1: always need them
0: yeah but this one was on our own (laughs) right uh Murph, uh, who's our sponsors for this podcast? Oh
1: my gosh, I get to do your line? Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can do this. Well, the sponsors for the Just Go Bike Podcast, we've got Think Iowa City and its Curious Surroundings, one of the RAGBRAI Overnights for 2018, and Home to Jingle Cross. Also, we have Bikes to You in Grinnell, which is a great bike shop, as well as one of our Ragbri charters. And then Primal, the official jersey of Ragbri as well as the Iowa Bicycle Coalition.
0: Nice. If you want to know more about the Just Go Bike podcast, we encourage you to subscribe. Go to your favorite podcast purveyor like Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, or that Apple-y thingy. But type in Just Go Bike and subscribe. Leave us some comments and, and help you can follow and, and keep up with us our website is just you can find us on twitter instagram and uh, facebook at just Go bike um, that's it for this week uh, i hope you come back next week murph do you got a quote to take us out
1: murphology always has a quote all right, all right listeners well i'll leave you with it, this quote from whistler's law you never know who is right but you always know who's in charge think about it
0: Just go back. Thanks a lot.